The Shir Tanya for Yudzayin Shvat, the seventeenth day of Shvat, we're learning Perik Chavbeis, starts with the words Raksha Hatayra, and it goes up to Amud Chavches till the words Me'ayin Liyesh Tamit. So previously, we learned that the description of Dibur that the Hamshokha that comes from Hashem to create and to sustain the world is referred to as the Dvar Hashem, the Asore Mamoris, the Dibur of Hashem, that in essence, in Hashem's perspective, from Hashem's perspective, only one part of the qualities of Dibur takes place, which is the Hamshokha from the Helam and the Gilui. However, the other part of Dibur, which is the separation, that the Dibur separates itself from the Nefesh, relative to Hashem, from the perspective of Hashem, that doesn't take place with the Dibur. Since there is no place besides Hashem, the Tzimtzumim come from Hashem. There is no place where Hashem is not revealed. And therefore everything is bottled. And it's like the Oishis in the level of Machshava where there is in the Mokir and therefore there is no uh, self-Mitzis. So that would seem like when the Torah uses the Loshen Dibur it only is referring to one part of the idea of Dibur since from Hashem's perspective it's not fully Dibur. The Rebbe continues now in Perik to say no that when the Torah was talking about, the Torah is actually talking about the Dibur from the perspective of the person. That means, he paraphrases the language we know, it's usually we say Dibur Torah Kiloshin Bnei Adam. Usually that means that the Torah uses language that people use. <coughs> but then in this context, the Rebbe uses this the Torah speaks Kiloshim Bnei Odom means from the perspective of the Bnei Odom. Since in the perspective of the Bnei Odom, the Dibur does function as a separate, as the Alter Rebbe mentioned earlier, the Rabbi Alter Rebbe will talk in this Perik, that to them it does become separate from the source and even when we talk about this includes that from Hashem's creation even the Sitra Akhra was created, the clip and Sitra Akhra they are definitely uh, in their uh, perspective separated like a Dover Nifrod that they come from Hashem so because the Torah is Dibra Beloshen Bnei Odom so that's why the Torah refers to it as Dibur because from their perspective it has actually both qualities of Dibur. So let's look aside. Perichobes. Rak. The Torah speaks like the language of people, which is in Gemara Brachos Chobes Amad Aleph. Venikra Batorah Diburah Shalmokim Baruchu. So in the Torah, the Dibur of Hashem is called B'Shem Dibur Mamesh. 
Why? It's called Mamash Dibur Dibur Shalodom. It's Kilushem Bnei Odom. Because by the people, from their perspective, it's taka separate. Because in truth it is so that even in the Dibur Shalomailo, from the perspective of the creation, it is taka also separate. When does this take place? It takes place when the oil descends into the creations, and especially when it comes down even to Klippesitracha. By way of when it descends and the chayis extends to the lower ones, to these lower creations. So, and that takes place with many, many tzimtzumim, many constrictions, constrictions and powerful constrictions. So, which means that the light of Hashem has become very limited. Various different types of tzimtzumim, of constrictions. To be created from these, after these restrictions, these tzimtzumim. To be created, meaning, meaning, showing various different kinds of creations, depending on how constricted and how restricted the light is. And so far, and so much have these contractions, these constrictions, these simtsumim and the hiding of the face, meaning not allowing the shine, the gilu, to come through. So this goes so far, that it can be created to bring into existence and to create also items which are defiled and clippers and the other side. All in Yonim that are Tomei uh, and the Yisurim and, and, and the Klippis and the Akhra, they can also come through. That is from all these uh, great Tzimtzumim and Atzumim. So that uh, eventually these Tzimtzumim are so powerful and they go down so much restriction that you don't even see anything of the light over there. That makes a place of seemingly void of godliness, of the light of Hashem. So there is no presence, no felt presence there. And Ulekabel Chayusom so first they were created, but we know that we need two things, as mentioned before. There is this havus, and then there is lekayim. This first is the bringing into existence to create, and then there is to sustain. So first it is the light is so constricted that it creates these devoted and clippers. And then is Ulakabul Chayusam, they also receive their energy, Vikiyumam, and their existence. 
Midvar Havayev Ruach Pivis Baruch Behester Ponimiris Amidst Hamadregis. From the the word of Hashem and the Ruach, the ear of his mouth, of his blessed mouth, so to speak, which we said before, that the Dvar Hashem Ruch Piv that energizes everything in the world, all creations, but that takes it behester ponim by hiding the ponim so much and the descent of the levels. So basically, from the dibur, eventually, it is such a powerful. Uh, and it's such a great, uh, so many tzimtzumim, such powerful tzimtzumim, that clippers are created out of it. and therefore, nikroim eli him achirim. That's why they're called other gods. Mipnei sheinikosim v'chayusom. Because their nurturing and their energy, their life force, their vitalization, that they receive from Kedusha, it's no more from the level of Ponim. Ponim would mean that there is some revelation there. There is no Ponim over there. Or Ponim would mean a giving and it would have faced Elo Mibchinas Achoyrayim di Kedusha. They only receive it from sort of the back of Kedusha. That energy that goes down to them through all the tzimtzumim is called like the back of Kedusha. It is no longer the face of Kedusha. They don't get it from the face, but they get it from the back. When a person gives, he can give something to you with his face, facing you, giving it to you. That means that he has an interest and he's happy to give it to you. Sometimes a person gives you something, but he doesn't really want to give it to you. Which means he doesn't want to, so why is he giving it? He's not forced to give it to you. But he gives it to you because of some other reason. But you, by the giving itself, he's not interested in giving it to you. The clippers is Akhra, the reason why they get, is in order for Hashem to provide Bechira in the world, freedom of choice, Zelu Mazet, and that we should overcome them. But not that there is a desire in them themselves as they are standing. So that means they're getting it from the back of the Kedusha. The Altarev explains. What means when you get from the back? It's just similar to a person would give something to his enemy unwillingly. But yet, for some reason when he has to give it, so how does one give it to his enemy, who is forced to give it, but he doesn't want to give it? He throws it from behind his back. What does it mean? The physical expression of the manifestation, giving it backwards, is an expression of what goes on in his heart. He doesn't give it to him. Is Why does he turn the face? Because he really hates him. He doesn't want to give it to him. He's not doing it with a with his face. He's not giving it warningly. So he gives it away. So he gives it through his back. That's the way he gives it to him. And uh, this is all a metaphor for above. Koch So likewise above. Pchinas ponim. When we say that you get it in the with the face, who pnimis 
Harotzina Elyein Vechevtsoy Hamiti. That is the inner will. The inner will, I mean, that's what he really wants. The true Chevtsoy Hamiti, the real want of Hashem, is to give Hashem. Chofetz Hashem, Hashem wants Lashpia Chayis to give a flow of life force, the Chola Korevei love to everything that is close to him. Misitra de Gedusha, inside of Gedusha. As long as the Tzimtzum and the Helen hasn't gone down so much that it became clipped, it remains Sidra de Gedusha, that is what Hashem wants. But when it goes down even to the level that Otsmu Hatzimtzumim, all the ways, Avala Sitra Achra, Bodhi Sitra Achra, Vatumo, and the impurity, Hitavas Hashem Hashesone, that's the abomination of Hashem that Hashem actually hates. As the Posik and Dvarim Yud base, Perikid base Posik Namad Aleph. So Hashem doesn't really want it. The, the, doesn't want it, want it, doesn't really want the clippers, doesn't want the uh, level of what denies Hashem. So, one, one asks if Hashem doesn't want it, so why does he, so why does he have clippers? If he doesn't want it, what does he have to give give them and give it not willingly? Hashem is not forced to give anybody. But he doesn't give a flow to the sitra from the inner will because he wants to give her the chevzayamit and his true want that he wants them to be alive. God forbid we say God wants it. But it's like one who's throwing it behind his back to its enemy, to his enemy, not willingly. Hashem is throwing it sort of to them and giving them a life. Because Hashem doesn't have a braid. By means of the clip, Hashem punishes the Rishoyim who followed the clip is and to also give reward to the tzaddikim that overcome, that bend the other side, so that there is the right bechira. So therefore, uh, the Eibushter gives them so that they can provide that place to make a test for the tzaddik, but not like that they really wants them to 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 to, to survive or for the Russia to be punished with them. And that's why Nikra Bikinas Achurayim Dritsoin Halyim Baruchu. That's called the Achurayim Dritsoin Halyim, is because that's the place where Hashem does not really want. This is something which Hashem That's why it's called Elikim Achirim, other meaning Elikim that get from the level of Achurayim. And behold, Ritsoin Ha'elyoin Bibhinas Ponim. When there is Hashem's will in the level of Ponim, meaning that Hashem wants that survival, wants that Chayis, wants that flow, wants that created being to be. That is life. That is the source of life. That gives life to all the worlds. Hashem's will 
that they be, that is the source of the life. And because in truth Hashem does not want the clippers, because that doesn't rest at all, because there's no ponim, and there's no amshocha, it doesn't rest at all. The gam bechinas achorayim, and even the level of the back at the end of the day, it's thrown to the person. So let's say he doesn't want it, he doesn't want to give him, but he gives it to him. So there is a level of acharayim shenotzen elyin. So why shouldn't it be alive because of a rotzin of acharayim throw to his back? But the acharayim shenotzen elyin, he doesn't want it directly, but he wants it indirectly for another purpose. So why cannot that be uh, considered the chayis and the life of the eclipse? Is einim alubash b'soycha mamish? That doesn't dress up actually in it. But But it uh, hovers, it surrounds it above. So it doesn't even have that level of achorayim. Is also not in the sense, like we said before, we said that the hester aponim is so much that the flow doesn't get it in at all. But then it gets in a way that is thrown at it. That level that is thrown at it, and not warning, also comes in a level of makif, not in a pnimis. So it means that the sitra itself, there is no revelation inside it of godliness at all. Elo, lachach, and therefore, that's why it's the place of death and impurity. May God protect us. Because there is no Ratzin Elyin Bechinas Ponim, and there's nothing inside it that would give it life. The Ratzin Elyin Bechinas Ponim is what is life. Other than that, there's no life, so the clipper has no life. And that's why it's called the death. Kima'at Mizeir, Oir Vechayis, Sheyenekes, Umekabelis Latoicha, Mebechinas Achorayim, the Gedusha Shalomailo. For that, drop of a little of light and vitality that it nurtures and it receives inside it from the level of that is in it in a way of a golus totally exiled which means it cannot express itself at all. That is the secret of the Shekhinah being in exile. That was mentioned before in Perik Vov, that it's the energy of the Kedusha, which is, so to speak, in the Golos. So, the is a level of Oyr that goes down in the inside, besides the level of Makif. But there's an Oyr V'chayiz that goes inside. Oyr V'chayiz So, the, first he says the one from B'chinas Acharayim is B'chinas Makif. But then there is a little bit that goes on. That what goes on inside is also not, exp- not expressed. It's B'golos. That's the secret of it's being there, it's energized, but it's not expressive, so it doesn't sense at all that it is there. 
it's exile, meaning it doesn't uh, have a say. That godly spark, that miniature, minimal, but godly spark which is inside the klipa, the sitra achra, is totally unexpressive, and therefore it's not sensed at all. And this is another reason, this is why they were called the Kimachedim, that they are other gods. Which means, besides the fact that we just learned that they receive from the level of Achorayim, they're also Kimachedim, because they're others, Shehi Yavay Mamesh. Because she is a total. The Alekim Achedim are a total of a Dezoreh, and they are denying the unity of the Melech, Malcham Baruch the King of Kekosh Baruch Denying the unity of the Melech, Malcham Kodesh Baruch the unity of Melech, Malcham Kodesh Baruch would mean that there is really no existence. As we said before, everything is bottled to the Ebrister. But here, Besoid Golus Ashkina, in the Klippa Besitra Achra, there is no sense of its vitality to appreciate that it's not independent existence, but it's vitalized in the But the Golus Ashkina, within the Klippas, tells them that they are a nifra, that they are independent. But the true unity of Melech Malach HaMloch HaKadosh Baruch is that there is nothing besides Hashem existing uh, separate of Hashem. So that denial makes the Klippa Sitra Achra Elikim Achedim it makes them opposition to Hashem because they don't recognize that they are dependent on Hashem, that they are not a Metzius. So even if they recognize that there is a greater Metzius than them, that they do recognize that Hashem is greater, but the problem is they think that they are also an existent. Thinking of yourself that you also exist is a denial of Hashem's unity. Because Hashem's Achdus means, as we've been learning, that there is really no separation of Hashem. Ki me'achar she'oir v'chayiz di Kedusha. Because since the light and the vitality of the Kedusha, that's inside, not only the level of Maki, but the light and the chayiz that's inside of the nefesh habamis, uh, that's inside of the klippas. And the uh, things that are positioned to Hashem, the Sitra Achra, who Bimchin as Golus Betoicho is in a level of exile. So, Eina Betela Klal Legabi Kedusha Sekodesh Baruchu. Then it isn't bottled at all with regards to Hashem's Kedusha. It thinks itself that it is also in existence. So not only is it not bottle, but the other the contrary, it's not subject to Hashem. It rises itself like an eagle, just like an eagle rises high up 
the arrogance rises them high up. Loimar to say ani ve'afsi oid me, and anything else is so ani ve'afsi oid me is I, and anything oid is afsi is nothing. I mean, it's just me. Uh, that's a level of expression of arrogance, although we're going to see say that they too will agree that um, there is a lakoda lakaya. Uh, the Lushan Afsi Oid is mashma, everything else is nothing that uh, relative to others, but not relative to laka. They agree alaka, uh, that there is a laka, but they're not bottled. Ukamaimer, like the Posik says in Yechezkel Chavtes, Yoirli Vani Asi Sini. The denial is mine, and I made myself. I'm independent. There is an independence there. He says. So we see that they are not bottled. They consider themselves as. A mitzvah. Not only are they bottled, but there is a bragging and a and an arrogance, and they are holy like a nesher to proclaim their independence. That is a denial of alekim uh, achedim. That's going against. That's opposite of Hashem. That's why the Razal tell us in Soita. That arrogance is weight is equal to actual avodah worship. Why? Because because the main and the root of avodah zara, is what he considers is what's considered to be. Independence by yourself, nifrad migdushal shel mokum, separate from God's sanctity. In other words, you don't have God's infusion, but you are independent. But like fida b'Hashem legamri, we're not talking about somebody denies he doesn't say that there doesn't exist Hashem. There isn't somebody who's greater, who's stronger. But he says, I'm also mitzis. Kedisa b'Gemara, like the Gemara says, the Menachos Gavkuf Yud. The korulei alakod delakayo. That so the clips in the Achra do refer to Hashem as alakod delakayo. Elo shegam heim machshivim atzmam liyesh v'dovif neatzme, but they consider themselves also for an existence and an item which is independent. And by considering themselves independent, they separate themselves from Hashem's unity uh, that since they're not subjugated to Him, so they are separated from Him. To be connected, you have to be bottled to Hashem. So now you're separated. Because you cannot be king Kiddusha, for there's no uh, sanctity of above rest, only on something which is subjugated to him, as mentioned earlier in Perik Vov, and and that's why the clips of the Achra are called Toire the Pruda, 
mountains that are uh, separate, Zohar Hakadosh, in the Holy Zohar. So those people that hold themselves for Mitzias and they raise themselves like mountains, Turi, they're mountains, they're arrogant. So they consider themselves that is pruda, separated from Hashem. That arrogance separates them because Hashem doesn't rest there. So now Vaharizoi. So this this kind of behavior, this kind of arrogance, Kfira Bahdusyamiti, that is a denial in the true unity of Hashem the Kula Kamekilakhoshiv. To say that everything in front of Hashem is not chashiv, meaning that there is really no existence. And it's not subjugated in truth to Hashem and to His will. That's the truth. Who gives life to everything, and it brings Him into existence constantly. So there is really no independent uh, being. But these are denying the truth. So the far because Dibra Taira Kiloshimane Odom that's the reason why it is called Dibur because there is a creation from this eventually even Vantura the Pruda, these Klipasitrachna. And they are actually in their mind separate, but that's why they're also Alikim Achirim because they deny their arrogance is a denial of Hashem's existence. And likewise, a person's Gassus Ruach, quoted from the Gemara earlier, is also considered to be an uh, equal, like Avedazora, because it is the same concept of not being bottled to Hashem, considering yourself also as an existence, because then Hashem doesn't rest within you, and then you're not bottle, and when you are not bottle, then you're denying Hashem's existence. And that is Kifira in the true Agdus of Hashem.